Good afternoon, good people. It is your girl APZ for Sheezy because I still think it's 1997. And that's how I choose to introduce myself. And we're here with another episode of Flawed But Dope. I have two amazing women on the call today because obviously we're all in quarantine. So they're all on their phones recording this. So bear with us as we record this. <laughs> but ladies, please introduce yourselves. So I, I'm Candy B, and I am here just to um, have some fun, talk about should we throw 2020 out or keep it? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. <laughs> and this is Amanda, a.k.a. Yaya, and just very excited and happy to be on um, today's podcast. Thank you, good people. So... As you can tell, the name of today's topic is should we throw 2020 away? So how this topic came about, because literally and truly good people, this was not supposed to be the subject. The subject was supposed to be a kind of a quarter year in check-in, like all those people who made um, resolutions to lose weight or stop cussing or stop <laughs> drinking, whatever your New Year's resolution was. We, this was really supposed to be like a 25% of the year, you know, check-in. And I really wanted to stick to that because obviously everybody is only talking about one thing and that's quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. So I thought it'd be good to just throw some normalcy in the conversation. But then I got on Instagram this morning and then I got on Facebook this morning and as such social media kind of soured my mood. Um, so I'm just wondering, do we throw 2020 away? And it's funny because even before Corona came, people were already saying that based off, you know, unfortunately we lost Kobe and, um, you know, the Corona was only big overseas. So it wasn't really affecting us that much, but it was still kind of taking a toll on the year and just everything in politics. So that was kind of already on the bubble. But now I'm wondering, you know, is it just put our heads in the sand and wait for 2021? Hmm. So I kind of have looked at this in two types of ways. I look at it in a religious way and then I look at it as, um, you know, quarantine being OK. So with or not throwing 2020 away. So in my religious views, I'm feeling like it's God's a way for us to sit down, spend some time with your family, actually disconnect from the social media and actually have some time to kind of spend with your family. And then as far as throwing it away, 2020 away, I think just because it has started out in such tragic ways does not mean that it's over. It's kind of like if you watch any movies like Creed or Rocky Balboa, you know, you might get knocked down the first time, but are you going to just automatically give up? And I don't, I don't think that's what 2020 is teaching us. I think that it's time for us to fight even harder than we have before and get through some of the things that we have been putting off. And spending time, if it's spending time or if it's losing weight or if it's whatever, he, I feel like this is our chance to do it. Absolutely. I like that. I think, to, I think to weigh in that, um, yes, uh, uh, 
I think thrown away 2020 definitely sounded good. I'm um, starting from January 26th of this year. Absolutely. Um, but with Kobe Bryant, what I really admire about him was um, his quotes and overcoming every challenge. And I think a lot of his quotes pertain to what's happening right now with um, the coronavirus and people um, falling prey to it. And what I love what he said was, he said, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Um, I'm reflected only in the sense that I learned to move forward. The important thing is your teammates and everybody around you have to know you're pulling for them and you really want them to be successful. I think that was a wonderful quote um, by Kobe Bryant, especially in this time. I think we definitely can use that at this time. Um, right now is April. I'm hoping that this thing is on, gets it together, it goes away, and we can start um, repairing ourselves. But I think this is also a moment to reflect. I think this is a moment to really figure out passions and what we're trying to do, um, really working on our own happiness, um, having an open minded um, on having an open mind on things that we probably never thought we can do. Um, I think this is a great opportunity to be, to take advantage of time. Because um, that's what we have. We're in here. And I think that we, this, this, this world needs to repair itself. And I think mother nature is like enough. And I, and I'm just like, I'm with Nicole with the religious belief. Like it's just enough. We have done so much. Um, to this economy and this world, and we have damaged it so much so that now we are confined into our homes. And now this is giving our opportunity to be able to communicate to those we haven't for a while, um, being able to put thoughts down on paper to make sure that we can understand what is the next thing we need to do, um, not having to focus so much on our jobs. Um, maybe to be more um, business owners, um, entrepreneurs. So that's where that's my take. I don't think we should throw it away. I think we have um, a lot of things to look forward to. I think this is the time for people to, if they need to repair their credit, um, just getting their mind right and together um, is not over. As long as you have breath in you, I don't think it's over. I think that we still have months ahead where we can really start making a big difference than what we didn't think about in the past prior to this. And I think like to piggyback on it, I feel like those who want to kind of throw 2020 away, it's because they're in a mental place right now where it might not be healthy. Um, and they're, they're in a place right now where they're forced to face some of their real life demons. And um, it's hard. I'm, I mean, I can say that I'm going through it, you know, with facing your day to day and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, hey, this is not where I want to be right now. So what am I going to do to make sure that I am in a place of happiness and peace? And, you know, I've um, me and the girls, we went ahead and created these vision boards and really taking the time to look at that vision board and saying, okay, this is my 2020. Have I been able to knock off any of these things on my 2020? Now, 
I might not have been able to knock off, you know, the travel and stuff like that, but it's a great time to build those friendships. This is a great time to work on my, my physical. This is a great time to um, spend the time that I wanted to with my child. So where some of those things are not being checked off yet, I can definitely start checking off some of the things on my vision board because I'm put in a position now where I do have that time. And I think it's important. Yeah. I think, I think that's a really good point. Um, Nicole, cause I'm not, I'm not going to act <laughs> that I was one of those people who was really ready to throw it away. And I don't know. I don't even think I'm still out the woods yet, uh-huh. but um, I, um, when the fallout first happened, I struggled mm-hmm. like with the capital S and everything we, you know, we try to rectify and like our girlfriend's getaway and vision boards, like all that just went in trash. It literally did for about two weeks <laughs> there. And it was so, it was so much. And I think it was the pressure. So in, in my, in my real life, I have a team of individuals who I supervise And so trying to navigate those waters, trying to be a, uh, I guess, not stay at home mom, but a homeschool Mm -hmm. mom, working mom, and then then trying to figure out how to run my whole department from my living room while trying to teach three kids, three (laughs) subjects I know crap about. I, it was, I, listen, when I tell you that place was, was a bad place. It was, it was it was bad. I, I can it was just too much at one time. It do it it threw me for a loop. I wasn't ready. And I should have been ready because it was coming, but I wasn't ready. I'm not ready. I'm not listen, <laughs> I'm so happy that I have at least one child that is sufficient and that can get his work done. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you right now. That eight year old, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All day refrain from head bunting. And and just sticking him in a room and just allowing him to figure it out. I do have the patience, but when my my patience wear thin, when my child, who I know how to figure out all these little games that they play, mm-hmm. uh, yes. so many different things. But when it comes to his schoolwork, now we stuck on dumb. We don't know what we're doing. So I feel like Thank you. the whole day on passage and doing the work for him. I'm like, dude, I did this already. You need to figure it out. So I have come to the conclusion. <laughs> I sat down and I said, listen, guys, um, obviously there's no school for the rest of the years, but we're going to act like we are going to school. Right. So if you guys really think that y'all going to be playing games and stuff and all day long, it's not going to happen. But I think it's also too to let the kids know what's also happening in this world, because I think sometimes, oh, mom, can we go to uh, Walmart and can we do this and can we? Like I, you have to really sit down and let them understand what's happening in this world and how to have empathy for people and how to pray for people right. because some control the controllable, but, but prayer, I always feel like is it, it always helps. It makes me feel at ease. It gives myself hope mm-hmm. um, that God is still here and he is um, still in control and present and, and he's going to work this thing out. Um, a lot of people, um, especially in my circle, know I'm a social butterfly. I go to about four networking events a week, um, maybe about 18 a month. Um, 
I every some people know I have my own organization as well as working for full time, working full time at a bank. And let me tell you something. <laughs> some people didn't know or think I was able to disconnect, sweetheart. I was able to disconnect. I am able to sit down and be able to be on my computer and study. I'm able to now, I don't want to get it twisted. I didn't start this in the beginning, um, but now I'm starting to realize, wow, let me get caught up into my book reading. Um, let me figure out what's the next step. Um, how am I going to change the trajectory to match exactly how I want to live my life, my best life? Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'm very hopeful. <laughs> um, and so I know that we can get through this and, and pray that whether it's the third quarter, fourth quarter, um, we can start doing things that we probably never thought we would, we can do even before this was happening. Right. I think you just have to make sure that you're making sound decisions. And I think this quarantine has made everyone take a look back and be like, okay, where normally I might jack off and go and buy five different uh, utensils for the house or what have you, these shoes, these dresses. Girl, say that. You, you now have to be like, well, I need to be a better steward over my money and over my giving or whatever so that I can make sure that I am in a position when we come out of this, because we will come out of it, it's just a matter of when um, and being smart in this time. So just, just being mindful. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, and I think, um, and what what really soured my mood this morning on social media is just so much anger. So you got the group of people who are angry at the people who are still going mm -hmm. out. You don't know why they're going out. They could be just going to get a roll of damn toilet paper, or maybe they're just going to the park, or maybe they're just riding around in their car because the kids are driving mm -hmm. them crazy. And then you got the people that say, well, you know, it's all in God's hands. You know, I'm just going to do me. And just if it happens, it happens. It don't, it don't. And like everybody is mad at each other. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and so I'm like, listen. And I posted an article where, you know, yes, governor, our governor shut everything down. But then a week later, apparently he's opened up all Georgia beaches. And I said, listen, people, you need to kind of stop being mad at each other because there's a lot of mixed messages going on right now. And people just are probably just sick of hearing it. You got, you know, your president is saying one thing. Well, you know, you should you should wear a, a face mask, but I'm not going to wear one. But, you know. You should. It's highly suggested, but I'm not going to do that. And then your governor who says, oh, this is this this is just going to pass. Then a week later, uh, maybe not. So, you know, we'll close schools to the end of April. Uh, well, maybe not. Now we'll close schools to the end of the year. And then now we're going to close the businesses. Like, it's a lot of mixed messages going on. And I just don't think the time is just to blame each other. Well, you, <laughs> you know, know Andra, I, think, I think that with that said, you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. But you know what? It should not be a surprise for what the, the governor is saying because look at number 45. He is so exactly. and, and sending mixed um, um, messages and then lying like we as if we can't go back to the recording that of yes. um so it's not much, it's not really much of a difference of, of either parties. You know, it was yep. I what I tell people is just be smart. And and obviously this is spreading really fast. And what really kind of 
I don't blame like your cousin. <laughs> Andre Courtney, he's like, why is everybody out? I don't understand. If everybody's supposed to be, and you're right, you don't know really what they're out there for. And a lot of people do have essential jobs. Um, and the thing about it is, is this, is just being smart about it. Because my cousin who it works at a senior facility in New York, he works seven days a week. He don't even have the right and proper mask to wear. And he literally have seen 10 people, one of them being his co-worker, die in front of mm. his face. Um, it's very hard to hear when your family members and cousins and friends yep. are in that every single day and not knowing if they're going to catch it or not. So, so we just have to, I think a lot of people just need to be, um, just empathize with other people, do what you're just supposed to do. I mean, exactly. guys, if you already have like six months of tissue, <laughs> can you just kind of the rest of the tissue for other people who really literally don't have any? Um, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm getting low myself over here. Real talk. I'm going to have to go out. This like <laughs> being thoughtful of others i i mean of course we want to go out of course i want to go have some wine with some friends and 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 talk and hang out and but the thing about it is this is not the time this is the time to sit back and reflect and really just think of what is happening going on right pray and just do what you're supposed to do i just think this is the time to really better ourselves uh, catch up on whatever we couldn't catch up because we were constantly working all the time and ripping and running and i know it's hard sometimes especially for you andra i get it i do um <laughs> i love the message that you had put out um on instagram uh, but you know we are here and we there's so many different technologies like this and and FaceTime and just so many things that we can do to really continue to connect and check on one another and stuff. So that's just my opinion. You know, yeah, I think no 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 oh, go sorry. ahead. No, I was I, I think I think you're absolutely correct. You know, I just want people stop judging, stop blaming each other. You know, want to be mad at somebody. Be mindful of the situation, how it was handled. And so when this, because remember, it's still an election year, people. I think this is still mm -hmm. going to happen. Yeah. Keep that in mind because at the end of the day, don't blame other people because they may not be understanding of the messages that keep going out. Because it is, it's a lot of conflicting messages. Right. Um, you know, on one hand, social distancing is okay. Go out as long as you're staying six feet apart. The other thing is, no, you're not even supposed to even be in your car. I mean, you know, just just stop being mad at each other. We we don't know why people are out. Listen, I gotta go out tomorrow I, again. I gotta go find some toilet paper. I don't need to go on Facebook and be like, I can't believe y'all do this, and you guys are just the problem. No, I mean you don't know what people got going on. Or if somebody wants to take all seventeen their kids in the car and just drive around the block just so they can feel like they're getting out the house without getting out the car, it's fine. Like I I just don't think you know we need to we need to. I like you say, just we just need to lead, lead with love. Like let's just just put our heads down, do what you need to do, be mindful. I'm not saying go out there and party or do whatever you need to do, but you know it's it's it's, it's okay, and it's okay to it's okay to feel bad. It's okay. Um, I remember when I first started going into into my uh, my pit. I'll I'll call it that my dark pit, and I talked to one of my girlfriends. Just happened to call. And I was just at the brink of it because I had nine different people texting me, calling me. I don't understand what I need to do. You know, how am I supposed to do this from home? Why can't you get me this thing from work? And then the kids are just like, well, let me help with this, 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 and this. And it was all just coming at me at one time. 
And then my girlfriend had me call and I'm just like, I'm starting to spill my guts. Like, oh my God, this is just, I can't believe I got these people. Blah. And then the first thing she, she said, she interrupted me. She said, I know you're not complaining about your blessing. I said, wait, what? <laughs> and she said, you're blessing. You have this nice job, this big house. Da, da, da. So, I mean, why, why do you have any problems? And I'm like, wait a minute. I listen, I am not complaining about the fact I have a house or a car. I was only complaining about that I was feeling overwhelmed at that time. So just because I'm in a position where you think I have all this money, which I don't, um, or I have this great big old house, not really, because there's a lot of people with bigger houses than mine. I appreciate what I have, but am I not allowed to be human? Because you think economically I'm in a better place than you, so I can't have anxiety attacks, I can't be overwhelmed, or I can't just vent? Like, I'm, why, why does where my economic status lie has to do with me being a human. I, I don't understand right. that. But, you know, to piggyback on all of what you guys are saying, I mean, even when I, I had an instance where, you know, I'm not married. So, of course, I have certain dudes that are trying to court and they want to come over. Well, this particular guy is a um, position. And so he's on the front line and I admire what he's doing. But at the same time, he has boys and he's not going back to his hometown to see the kids because he knows that he is firsthand being exposed to um, this disease. And yes. the, the, the kind of audacity sometimes where it's okay it's not okay for mine, but it's okay for yours. And that back and forth with him was saying, no, you cannot come over right now. I know that you're being careful and all of that stuff, but I can't, I can't as a, as a parent afford to be in a position where he gets sick or I get sick and there's nobody here to take care of us just for one night. You know what I mean? So right. I, I, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of not knowing when this is going to stop. But at the same sense, you have to be mindful and understanding. And even in anybody's circumstances, you have to be respectful. So even though, Andre, you know, you're talking about how it is stressful, you have a lot of um, responsibility placed on you right now. You have to, everybody has to be mindful of that, that stress. Everybody is going through something. It's just a point of how to get through it. And you need support. And yeah, I agree with that, Nicole. I definitely do. And I agree with you, um, I, Andra, about you are human. And I think sometimes we forget that. Some people forget that that we have emotions too. <laughs> we have feelings too. Yeah. And and regardless if you have four kids and married or single parent with one child or no kids, we are still human. We still go through different things, a roller coaster of emotions and 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 people what really drives me crazy is what you don't know people what they're going through. You could have gotten bad news from a doctor or it doesn't matter what you're, how well you're doing at work and, and how much you make and what house you live in. People just will not understand. And you're not going to always please everybody. Um, 
of, of where they're at because people say something, uh, give an opinion about you. It's their opinion, right? But the thing about it is they don't, they probably don't even know anything that's happening in your life and, and mentally, emotionally, physically. And the thing about it is, is that not to, I, I've learned to not take it personal anymore. Um, I think it's because of my line of work that I have to people come in with an attitude and you kind of emulate that. And then I got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I don't know what happened to this person before they walked into right. this building. So I really care about where they're at and just try to sympathize and empathize with them and try to find a solution to their issue. But with your thing, it's like, you know what? People are going to say what they're going to say. It's, it's, it's the same thing where they're they're going on this new birth church because they were out there giving, um, paint, charging for testing. It's like, people, come on. We have a, yeah. not all churches are doing this, which is, that question is my... I'm starting to question a lot of things right now and I'm really getting to deep thought and really just looking and reading the Bible more and just really looking to having some clarity about certain things. But, you know, the president came out saying, oh, copay and your testing is free. And then the, the medical officials, no, 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 your copay Thank is free, you. but not the testing. But then we have a church that's doing the testing. And I don't know how y'all feel about this, but this is just my own personal opinion. And everybody, especially our people, was backlashing that. I can't believe they would charge that and all this money to get. It costs money. There was actual a doctor who was explaining why it costs to it should cost for this testing to happen. But people is just so to my point, Andra, so they're gonna find something to complain about whether they are unhappy with themselves or things are not going their way. They have to put it onto somebody. And I've realized to now to not take it mm -hmm. personal anymore is pray for them from the distance. And that's it because I don't care if you're doing 100% everything. Nobody's perfect, but I don't care if you do everything 100% right. Somebody will find something to complain about about you and that's facts that is true true facts and you know it's like at the time that happened um and, and when i tell you you're absolutely right you are absolutely right you know how it's just kind of like that straw mm -hmm. above the camel's back it was just the wrong there was the wrong message at the ex at the exact time and me and this person actually had to have a really long talk yesterday about it um but it was just the wrong message at the wrong time. And at that point, I just shut down. So then at that point, I'm just not really talking to anybody. I'm not complaining. I'm just taking it all in because I'm like, okay, well, do they have a point? I don't know. I mean, there are people not getting paid right now, but then, damn, I'm still human. Like, I, you know, I can't have my emotions and still be grateful for where I'm at and, 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 and recognize that it could be worse. Right, right. But you know that. But you know that. And the thing I know that now. I didn't know that a couple of weeks ago when I was on the ledge. But yes, I know that now. You're right. right. You can't hold things. You just can't hold things in. Just that's why I love you have that you have this podcast. I tell people to dump their brain, which is um I have gonna have my three minute demo, devotional stuff on my Facebook page. I know I'm not on Facebook that much, but I'm trying to get more into it and stuff. But I think with you have to have some kind of outlet. And I feel
lot of people are losing sleep, um, which I'm not Ooh, oh yes, and a lot of it because we're so stressed about May and July that we really just need to focus on what's going on on April fifth and allow things to just happen. But being smart, as Nicole said earlier, um, you know, you just got to be smart about your circumstances. Mm -hmm. And Nicole, you're right. I, I feel with this quarantine, you know, I'm shopping yeah. way less <laughs> as I need to. Um, I'm not really. And I and I think that we all deal with. I know a lot of people don't like to say the word depression, but I'm, I'm a very uh, just more of a person that just. But, you know, it's it black is, people who don't like to put out I, that it is it's depression or, or people of color yeah. because we have always been taught to hide it. But it's real. Right. Right, it's very real, and I deal with it differently. And a lot of people don't even realize that I deal with it as well because people look at me as, "Oh, you're so positive," and I don't want to put this on you. And it's just like positive people needs positive mm -hmm. people. So, yep. to speak into me too. I need somebody to maybe we can work it out together. Your problems and my problems, but I deal with depression differently. I my my um how I deal with depression like. I am an emotional mm -hmm. eater. So yeah, I might not look like it because I might work out sometimes or I might only eat once a day, which is not healthy. So I'm an emotional eater. So when I'm sad, when I'm mad, when I'm depressed, when I can't finish something, when I know I can finish it, I want to eat or I want to shop and I want to buy clothes and I want to buy shoes and it makes me happy and I'm excited and I look good and I feel good. But how long does that last? So I have to, this is why this is a good time for me to really figure out like, what is it that I really want to do? I know what I want to do because I'm looking at my vision board right now, but why? I holding myself back. Why am I being a procrastinator? Because I just realized I'm scared of success. I'm scared of accomplishing that. And then I don't know what else to do after that. So I take my time and get in there and I get, and a lot of people don't realize I struggle with that. And, and, and that gets me to a place of sadness and stuff like that. But then I kind of know how to bring myself out of it because I'm always using affirmation. I'm always pulling up a sermon that gets me hype. I pull up music that makes me feel good and I might dance in front of the mirror. I might do all these other fun stuff or whatever, but that's what keeps me going. So I might get into a dark space, but I don't keep myself in that space long because I know there there's things that I use to get myself out of it. And so I have people who understand that about me, that I'm not going to always be positive. I'm not going to always be feeling motivated, have the energy and that drive. Um, but I need people to feed that energy back into me so I can, you know, feel uplifted again so I can start uplifting others. So we all deal with different types of, that's just a small part of, but that that's, that's what I kind of deal with too. So I say to people like, you're not going to understand it because if you have never gone through it, you're not going to understand it. But the thing is just loving people for where they're at and just allowing people to try to figure it out, but just be there as a motivator, just, you know, inspiring and, 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 and just try to be uplifting. That's all. And stop having all these negative things to say and your opinions is your opinions. Um, and if it's not making me happy or, or uh, like I said, uplifting me, then you can just keep those to yourself. 
Yeah, I it's 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 you know it's it, it's a constant struggle with me, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the podcast. So I don't feel like I'm the only person in the whole world that deals with this. But I get it, you know, I, I get it honestly. It's it's the truth. Because my mom is like my mom is probably the most negative person in my life. Like it makes my ears bleed sometimes. But mm-hmm. because she's so negative, she don't even realize it. And, and, and so I get it honestly, and I have to try to remember when I slip into that corner, mm-hmm. not to, not to, to, to continue that, yeah. um, and, and try to break some of those generational, um, curses because, you know, but my mom would never go to a therapist. My mom's been hella depressed. She would never go. And it took me 30, let's see, I've probably been dealing with anxiety since I was mm-hmm. probably about 22. Um, and I didn't start to even go to a regular doctor to ask about anxiety meds until I was like 35. And then I didn't really start telling people I was on anxiety meds until mm. about a year ago. Mm. And so, because I just didn't want that judgment. And unfortunately, black people, that's what we do. Upcoming show, black people are crazy too. Shameless plug, but we're going to do a show <laughs> about that. But if it's... <laughs> But um, but it took me here, and I'm damn near forty. Like I'll be thirty nine this year, and so it's 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 crazy. And when I heard that comment, to go back to the original, you know, my original point, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Like, because that person was one of us, and they 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 didn't get it. And 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 and, and you're right. They don't. They don't. They clearly don't know me as well as I would have thought they did. Because anybody who knows me know I ain't come from shit. Okay, I've been mm-hmm. at the very bottom. We've, you know, I I know what it's like before. I grew up with rats in my house, so like, don't look at me now. Don't because don't think I don't appreciate it because I've been there. I know what it's like to struggle, and I can. You can either struggle physically, you can struggle mentally, or you can struggle financially. But one is no worse than the other, depending on where you're at in life. Like we shouldn't. Well, you know. Yeah, I'm poor, but you know, you're you know, you shouldn't be sad because you're not poor. What? Yeah, come on now. Thankful about it. And I'm just tired of people, especially our people, always making us feel so bad because of where we at. I tell my kids, yeah. my family all the time, I work so hard moving from New Jersey to, to mm-hmm. Georgia with nothing. Car. So guess what? I'm not I am happy and, and thankful. To God, I have made it this far because I've already was a statistic when I moved here. So absolutely, so many of stigmas and 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 people who thought I was gonna not be anything or whatever. I I'm happy. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna be comfortable though because I want to strive for so many more things. But Andra, just to go back to what you were saying about um your mom. You know what I've realized, and, and this is from me listening to Bishop James. I, you know what I've realized about that? The reason why your mom is the way it is is because she had nobody poured into her. She had no no positive yeah. person yeah. poured to her. So that's all she knows. That's her comfortability. She didn't have, she doesn't yeah. know what that feels like to be positive and motivating. So that's that's her realm. So she doesn't know how to be yeah. anything different than what she is to you. And, and yep. for you, you have to, it, it takes courage to really grow and move to the next level, to evolve, to go where you have not gone before and stuff like that. But it, it's going to be you, as what you just said, breaking generational curses. So because you know that, 
Now that's just the, that's that's the hardest step to get past. Now you know how to fix it. Well, you can get there. I'm getting there. I don't know if I know how to fix it. This is this is this is one this is one outlet of many um, I'm trying to do, but it's just um, you know, and it's funny when we talk about our people, our our, our black people, our brothers, but. Honestly, those were probably the most, ne- they had the most negative comments on my timeline today and about the situation and, you know, or, you know, some of you people, you know, you're mad at people for being out, but then how are you seeing them out if you're not out and how dare you don't leave your car? And I have a pretty good balance of friends, at least on Facebook. And I couldn't help notice some of my Caucasian partners were just like, well, you know, yeah, this is difficult, but I'm getting to know my kids a little bit better. You know, I know my kids work my nerves, but I'm hearing them for the first time. Yes. I think I took that from you, um, Nicole. But, um, but, but you were probably one of the few people of color on my Facebook feed that were saying something like trying to turn into a, a the the negative I, into so a, a positive because the rest of us we are like we are just we're mad at each other. We're mad at everybody else. We're we're placing our anger everywhere else but where it needs to be. You know, if you want to me, if you want to be mad at somebody, go to the polls, reflect it, and 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 start from the top. That's just my personal opinion. But we we are the yeah. worst about blaming each other for things. And I just I I just couldn't help but notice that my Caucasian friends were like, yeah, you know, it kind of sucks. But you know, me and my girlfriends had a Zoom party, and we had Mar- you know, we had happy hour, or my me and my girlfriends did a drinking game, you know, via Zoom or something like. It was more them with positive takeaways i don't get it because i mean like even with me and my family we've been trying to do positive we don't get together as much as we used to because we have people in california we have i'm here in georgia everybody else is in michigan Mm -hmm. so we have been pulling together and making sure that we do some zoom calls just to check in and um one thing that this quarantine or 2020 has brought to, I guess, my family is a more sense of pride, a more sense of togetherness, because, you know, I think that, you know, through our Zoom calls and everything, we've learned how to appreciate each other. And um, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, you guys are like the Huggles. Um, But I'm not ashamed to say that we have a great network of, of family members and everybody is there and you need that. I think everybody should strive to have a positive outlook. I mean, especially with your family members, but if not, then I mean, just being able to have some type of outlet where it, it turns to a positive. But why do you think black people as a whole, even taking our families out of it, because I'm just literally, I'm strictly talking about mm-hmm. my Facebook feed. Why, why do you think there was that division of more of my black friends with the negative stuff versus more of my white friends with the positive stuff? I like, where do you think that comes from? Us as a whole, minority, we're feeling a lot of the struggle. Um, and I think that, you know, minorities in past have been the first to be cut, the first to be, you know, not part of, you know, a come up. And I think 
a lot of minorities are probably afraid of the outcome of this COVID-19. You know, we're trying to navigate it. So I don't think there has been enough hope for us to be um, hopeful um, as a minority. Um, And I, I don't know where to go from there because I think as people, we just, it, it takes time. I know, you know, a lot of people, like, well, slavery happened this, this far away, a hundred years and da, 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 da. And, but no, we still have ancestors who are still living, who have been through all of that. So I think some of that negativity is not knowing what's going to come once we get once we get out of this quarantine. I think too it comes from um exactly what I said about your mom of coming from a place of um not having somebody to be an encourager, somebody to help. I think um so many of us um have struggled to get out of a hole and then we always try to take a step forward and then get knocked back two steps. You know okay. that it's just the recovery part. We still really haven't recovered from so much stuff that happens to us. We're constantly being put on the back burner. Um, just like Nicole said, we get cut faster or first. And now it's like, oh, look at her showcasing what she has and 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 what's going on. How dare her as I'm going through this. But you know what? Uh, we look at it as, in, as of hate instead of motivating. Um, because... I look at it as a motivator because just like I post on my Instagram page where the news is always showcasing how many people have died from the coronavirus, but they do not talk about enough people who have recovered from it, which has been that is so true. cases who recovered because of fear and be, as the more they pour fear into us, the more they can control us. So the thing is, we can't I can't go on your page and, and I look at your page and oh, she's just so happy and she's just doing well because she just has an essential job and she's getting paid and stuff like that. Like, uh, I can't believe her. How did. But the thing is, that should have been a motivator too. like, wow, there's still people doing well out there because some people. We can't we can't see us helping each other move up because we're always constantly on the bottom of the barrel. So if you pour into you on a constant daily basis or you pouring into yourself to keep you lifted up and happy and at least feeling like, OK, I know I don't have something going on right now, but maybe in another week I will just be a positive Um then of course those comments are going to come. You know, that's again, when I tell you, we don't know where people are at at that point, which is why I don't even try to respond of any negative. All I can say is I will respond to a negative. If I do respond to a negative comment, it will be with a positive one because the older man would have been like, be whatever. How dare you? And I come from the day and they don't know my whole life story. But, but now it's just like, I pray that whatever's going on in your life will get better. I'm praying for you and your family. I pray that you don't get sick and you stay well. And God bless. And when you do that, period, the end, moving on. Because what else are they going to say from that? If you cussing them out the same way they cussing you out, or you being negative the same way you they being negative to you. They can't say nothing. 
So you keep doing you as long as you being safe and stuff, because I, I understand why people make comments on other pages that I'll be reading, because I know you guys heard about the Detroit bus driver who died from coronavirus from having a sick passenger already on his bus who refused to go to yeah. his mouth. And now he has yep. passed away. It's, it's those kind of ignorance where I, other people just want to make sure that you are not just looking out for you and your family, but for others as well, because we have to, right? So, but sometimes people misconstrue what you are actually doing within your own compounds. And I and, and just to answer that question, I just feel like they just don't have anybody pouring into them. They don't feel um they don't feel the hope. They don't feel the oh things are gonna get better right now. So they have to lash it onto somebody. And unfortunately some of them mm -hmm. went on your page. <laughs> they, they, they did and um it, it was it was it was a bit much um you know because it and, and it and it sucks and, and you know and there is something to be said where you know despite what you're going through there is somebody you know going through something worse i mean i mean you know and and, the, and that that's true i don't think administration negates how you feel i just kind of looked at my timeline and it was just it was just kind of crazy how how it was so unbalanced you know but i think you make a really good point amanda um it's 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 our it's it's our generations before us and they pour that negativity into us and then we don't know any different and it's just it, it was it was like it was crazy to kind of see it and it's it and that i can't even lie that i wasn't slightly disappointed in that because it was so unbalanced. I mean, yeah, were there a few of my Caucasian friends upset? Yeah, but when I say few, I mean three compared to like 70 of my black friends. So right. it's just, you know, and and, and so, and, and like you said, but no, but we're, we're the first to get cut. We're the last ones to get the raise. We're the last ones to get hired. So I get that. Some of that is just um, um, your environment and you, you can only respond to your environment and in, in the matter of what you're, how your environment treats you. So I, I get some of that. Um, or two that you're not being condescending, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey guys, I'm being condescending. This is just where I'm at, at this point. I'm praying for everybody, you know, just that, because then what other negative stuff can you say? I, I always yeah. just say, you know, when someone throws a negative, you throw back a positive, like they can't, it's just even the argument with your, your significant other, they arguing and fussing and cussing and you're doing the same thing. Don't know they're wrong. Nobody's wrong because y'all both doing the same thing, but the other person will think a little bit more clearly if they're the yeah. ones acting back ass and the other person was trying to be right. calm and really talk it out. That's when you really get in that they should have went with the conversation a little bit better or in a different way. So I, I just take those comments and just say, hey, I don't know what people are going through and maybe that's why they they had those comments and maybe they just misunderstood what I was trying to say or what I was doing, but that's your life and, and you can do whatever you wish with that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You just have to let, you know, sometimes people have to know I'm not being condescending. I'm not bragging. Sometimes I find myself having conversations saying, it, it's so crazy how you can't say something great about how you feel about your life and your family. And Girl. It's okay to be successful. It is okay. As a, as a minority, it is okay to be successful. We have to get that out of our brain. It is okay to be successful. 
I remember somebody saying something to me one time. I, like, I don't know if I put it on Facebook or something, but I said something positive, positive about my team. I said, oh, my team is so great. They did this. And somebody like private messaged me and she was like, why would you say your team? I said, because I'm the director. They're my team. And she said, well, you don't think that's talking down to them? I said, well, no, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't look at it like that because I feel like we are all a team. Like we are a team better than the day. But one of them messes up and my boss finds it. I'm covering for my team. I'm taking the heat. They're my team because I'm responsible for whatever they do. But it's, it's funny because somebody said, well, you know, when, when, when we get in, you know, in certain positions, you know, all of a sudden we're, we're, we're acting like them, them being Caucasians us being black people and I never I didn't get it I didn't understand I I, didn't, I I don't understand what saying my team I've had bosses tell me before me we are a team and it doesn't bother me but it's it's crazy because I got more criticism for saying my team which is why I don't even refer to my team on Facebook anymore but I got so right. much crap from it and again from our people not from the other side but from my people and I, yeah. did, I, did, I didn't get it I don't necessarily understand it I don't know, but you know, that's, 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 that, that alone made me not even talk about my real life job, job too much on Facebook anymore, just because I got so much flack from it, from a lot of my friends who said, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't talk like that. You're bragging, you're bragging, <laughs> you're, 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 you're talking down to them and you're bragging to the rest of us. Girl, it's, I was like, you need to delete some people off your Facebook page. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what's so funny? The same questions they talk to us about will not be the same questions they will talk to white people about. It is so funny to me, even when I was doing Mary Kay as a director, um, I, I used to think to myself, these people, you will spend two, three hours with them, and then they want to talk you down on the price of the lipstick. And I'm just like, do you guys... I see that you got Clinique up on your thing. You got Mac. Did you talk Thank them you. down? No, because they don't do it. They're not going to do it because you went into their store that you have to go to and find out what was the best, color, whatever it is for you. When you have somebody as a consultant coming to your house and helping you find the best match, making you feel good and look good. And then you have a nerve to talk down a, a sister, a brother, whatever, who's selling the Mary Kay down to pennies because you don't want to pay the full price of it. It's just, that's just a one little part. But I got to the point where people used to say things and I'm just like, I said to somebody, well, would you ask that same question to a white executive or a white CEO or a white nope. manager? Would you? So why would you even address that to me? And that's what, I mean, we already are on the bottom of the total pole. Why do we have to, our own people got to keep us I, there? I, Which is why, Nicole, what she said, you might have to delete some. Listen, you got to be careful of who your circle is and who you spend the most time with because that is your future. So I just want to- And that's a hard lesson. That is a true hard lesson because your circle will definitely, if it's not positive, it'll bring you down. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, as I'm learning and growing more about myself, because obviously we've had shows dealing with my flaws. That's why it's flawed but dope about like that whole grudges and, you know, fights with friends and things like that. And, you know, I'm noticing the common pattern as I have these conversations with you guys or whoever is hosting with me that particular week that, you know, I, I have to stop letting my, um, 
environment dictates so much about me. And I, and I, and I do that and I own that. And um, it's something I am just now at the tender young age of 38, I'm realizing that is that that it's not okay you know like it's not it's not okay for a lot of that stuff just like it it, it dictated my mood today it dictated the, the, this podcast like okay all these all this negative like do we just need to throw the whole damn year away and we just wait on december 31st 2020 to do our little countdown at midnight and just start all over because, because like, you know, depending on how long this mess lasts, I don't know, you know, some people say six months, you know, your president thought we would be out of this by Easter, which is next Sunday. Don't look too likely, but that's what he originally said. Um, <laughs> but it, I, I have to like the flaw for me in this particular instance is I have to really, really check my environment and check the people I'm around and check what type of value. And I think you said this, Amanda, are they actually bringing like, what, what are they bringing to me? What are they, what are they pouring into me? What are they, what, what are they doing to make me better? And if, if, and if I can't think of five things or three things or whatever the number should be, then why are we even still conversing? Why are we even still talking? Why are you, you know, you know, I don't have to hate you. We don't have to be beefing. But, you know, we just kind of distance ourselves because you're just not good. Right. Yeah. And I just for each other, I think what we can bring yes, for yes. each other, you know, what can I, I bring to you to, to this friendship and what can you bring to this friendship? You know what I mean? So I feel like um, I love where you are at at this point and where you're going. Um, I've always tried to see the best in you, Andra, and this is more you're on the personal the level. Best in um, me. Yeah. <laughs> I, else press me out at one moment on my on a text because I've suggested something. But you know what? I think that you I I I laugh and smile about it still because I didn't take it personal. Um, I just prayed all the time that um, that God will allow you to see your greatness and where you're at and, and how you should shine and want to shine and just love yourself, love yourself so it can be radiant for everybody else. Um, you know, and I and, and even with this from your first podcast of your conversation, I really sit back sometimes and I, I read a lot of people. Um, even laughing, talking and stuff. I meet a whole lot of people. And I, I do realize that, um, especially from our Vegas trip, and, and I didn't even know that you were even going to do this podcast, that mm-hmm. you are growing um, your maturity. And I see that. And I'm happy to see that. Um, I'm proud of you. And I just want you to know that. Um, I want you to just keep going, keep striving, keep thriving. Um, whatever you're trying to do and figure out in your trajectory, I know you can do it. Um, but I want you to know that you are worth it and you got to continue to believe that and, um, and, and continue to, as we have talked about on this podcast, to make sure that you have valuable friends in your life to pour into you, but you pour into them because they can also have the same thought sitting down thinking is this person mm-hmm. a good person in my life so i i stated mm-hmm. for each other 
you know, what value we bring for each other. So I, you know, that's what I, that's my two points. I just wanted to say yeah. that before this ended. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's, I think that's, that's great. I think what I, what one thing I was really able to do is after um, we had our girlfriend's intervention and I was really able to um, really just kind of have an emotional throw up session. And that's what I like to call it. Cause I think I just put everything out there, but for the, for the friends who I thought was, who I thought were, I don't want to say I thought they were important, but for the friends who I wasn't quite sure where we were at, I went to their house and went out and had drinks. And I just said, listen, sometimes I don't be feeling like we, me and you is where we're supposed to be. You know, like what, what's going on? Is it me? Is it you? I was like, because I'm really trying to start 2020. Right. And I want to be completely honest with you. So when I'm on this podcast saying, well, I got a friend, she kind of say this, I, you know, I'm just telling you how I'm feeling to your face right now. And it could be just me or it could be just the way we interact, but I could tell because those same individuals have, have done, they do, but sorry, those same individuals have, understood and they've reached out and they and I and, and we're in a better place but if I had never was honest and said it then you know I would have been emotional hell they wouldn't have understood and it just would have been just the chaos continuing and and, and, and the conversation could have happened where they were like well f you we don't have to be friends no more they could have said that and I was I was prepared for that but I just had to I realized the 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 um the mental impact of freeing that yourself instead of holding on to everything because it's really true when they say um what is it the the um uh, idle mind is the devil's playground is that how it goes or something like that? okay yes so yep. that would it i can't speak for everybody i can't speak to all seven of my listeners but for <laughs> me Andrea? oh that is the absolute truth you guys so hundred that is the absolute truth when I have nothing going on or if I'm pulling myself into that dark place that the devil's like, you don't need to be here. You ain't shit. Blah, blah, blah. Like it is absolutely true, 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 true for me. And so that's why I am doing my best. Some people are like, well, why do you do so much volunteer work? Or why do you, why would you start an online business right now? Why would you start a podcast? You got too much going on. But I realize if I don't keep myself busy, then here go. Good old devil just come on in my brain, making me feel some kind of way. And I and I believe him. And I listen to everything he says. So until I can mentally trust in God more, I guess that's where it comes to, or get the you know, get better on my own, I find it better just to be busy, do things like this and put it out there because I know I it's not just me. I cannot be the only one in this world feeling like this. So yeah, I'm gonna look crazy and people gonna think I'm crazy, but it's fine because I know somebody silently, silently suffered like I have been doing for the past 38 years. So that's just me. Well, my friend who's 75 years old, she was Ooh, 75 on April 3rd. Um, Carol, when I tell you this woman is 35 and she walks around here, runs around here and do everything about her, like she's in her dang on, like just turned 50. She's amazing. But what she had told me, uh, especially when I started doing this organization, um, she said, Amanda, I didn't feel validated until uh, I was yeah. in my 60s. I've always 
other to validate me. That's why I became a turn an attorney in Delaware. That's why I became a real big real um real estate agent here in Georgia. But but yet I still married with kids. Um, but yet she still didn't feel validated till she was in her sixties. And I and and I always say, you know, love where you are at this point. Um, you should only hopefully get better. Um, I believe you can only get better. Um, but you got to see the difference. Look at Nicole who who speaks positiveness. I mean, I don't Nicole. I don't, I don't be. I don't know what kind I of comments you be the way you, the way I hear you on here, knows that it lets me know that you have a family that encourages you. Um, you guys are look out for one another, and this is the the uh, point of having a family like that. And this is where you at. Same thing with Andra. With Andra, the way you feel is because you don't have that family that kind of can yeah. feed that into you. As far as we really need yeah. to have that, um that motivation mm -hmm. from like your own mother. You know what I mean? But I always tell people, um, my mother died when she was 34 years old and I was 18 and she died of a brain aneurysm. But when I look, it was hard to look through her box. And I did not realize that at a young age, my mom got her GED because she had me at 16. She got her GED. She got her cosmetology license. She was a big time blackjack dealer. Um, She did well, but she also felt short through depression. And when you have family members that constantly, when you get better, and then as soon as you get sad, you have somebody instead of encouraging you saying, girl, come back over here to the drugs. Girl, come on. You know, because misery loves company, right? So I try to tell my friends, I'm not going to jump. If you're in a hole, I'm not going to jump in the hole with you. I'm going to stand outside the hole and pull you out of the hole. I'm going to do the best that I can. But if you're constantly trying to bring me in the hole with you, then I have to leave you where you at until you realize your greatness and, and right. so you can do it yourself. But, but I'll be outside the hole waiting for you. So we just got to keep that, that positiveness of friends around each other. So that way, when we feel discouraged, we have somebody to call to get us back up again. Agreed. So. Amen. I like that. That's, that's that gospel right there. I appreciate that. That's what I needed on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, about two weeks ago, I should have called you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was possible right there, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's crazy, and so you know, it's it's the growth is real, but you know, it's it's still a struggle because I'm still feeling like I need to go, you know, 2020 away. But what? to try to bring the conversation back around. I know I went on a tangent, but that's the beauty of Flava Dope. We just do what the hell we want to on the show. Um, we just, we just, right. we just go with the, we go, we ride the wave. We just drive the boat, whatever you want to do. Um, but do you, what, I think what Amanda said is it rings true. You know, the news is always talking about deaths and, and how many people are affected and how many people have died from it and you know and there's not a lot of good balance and, and that's because that's what sells right drama sells negativity sells I mean that's just what it is right um but you know why why can't we talk just as much about how many people have beat this game or you know what what are some positive takeaways we could 
we could get out of this situation. Um, you know, for me, I am learning. I, I, I am, I've learned a better work-life balance and I, I think I have a plan together because we come off spring break on Monday. So Lord help me. But what, what in, in light of everything with, you know, whether you want to the blame the governor for, you know, waiting to do what he did or, or the president for, shit everything i i mean it's just something like i can't even go on the list of how he i feel like he mishandled the situation but this is not a political podcast but um do you if we take all that into account and add in the fact that as african americans we are disenfranchised then you know do we think that it's more of us out there that want to throw 2020 away Versus the other side of the fence. I will say, I don't think that everybody feels like we need to go ahead and throw 2020 away. I feel like those who are in that place right now is just because they haven't seen the light. So I think that, you know, the more we get to an end of this COVID-19, I think the more people are going to be like, you know, 2020 is not going to be, we'll look back on 2020 and say, no, it wasn't as bad as we thought. It's just how you utilize your time during this time. Yeah. And my final, I guess, words is that I'm still, for me, I'm just still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure me out. I'm meditating. Um, Lord knows I need to get on this floor, do some push-ups and sit-ups, <laughs> but I'm working on that. Uh -oh. I think for the rest of the world, um, it goes to show you when anything like this happens, a crisis, a depression, um, anything that this world is going through, I find this probably be definitely one of the worst. We just have to be able to um, reinvent ourselves, um, meaning just not depending on where we are at every time. I think we continue to be in this comfortability where it's like, is all good everything's great i can't even see anything changing and then bam this happens who would have thought that everything that people have each and every day try to look for whether it's sports or whether it's going out socially or working just working has 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 ceased you know what i mean and um, I think that with this world, I think they, like I said, just, just, just some, a lot of reinvention is going to come out of this. I think, like I said in the beginning, people got to make sure their credit is good or rebuild it right now. Because unfortunately, fortunately, this is going to be the time where you can be owners of things, whether it's commercial or residential property, um, maybe being a business owner, um, really looking at technology, because this is the way of the world of um, electronic transfers. Oh man, I really wish we could have another conversation on 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 oh, on things that are is about to take place and happen. I tell tell people, please, please meet us there. Don't beat us there. I know, beat us there. Don't meet us there. That's the thing. Beat us there. Do not meet us there with this technology and being the transfer of funds. A lot of this stuff is going away of how we deal with currency and stuff. And um, at this point, if you don't have a couple of dollars in your wallet right now, you better take some out the bank right mm -hmm. now put it in your wallet. I'm just saying. But I wish the world the best. I, I have I'll write down uh, what my intentions and vibrations are for the world. And all I can do is pray 
Um, any resources that I know that can help other people, I always provide it. Um, I never keep it to myself. And I mean, at this point, that's, that's what I can do for right now. I think, um, no, I think that's, I think that's perfect. I like that. I think that's a, a great way to kind of wrap this conversation up. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't even, I can't even go off that point. I think that's a great way to end the conversation. So this has been, um, no, I actually, I can't wrap something, add something to that. Just for the people who, God forbid, are not working, are not getting paid right now. I saw this little article on Pinterest maybe a week ago about things you could do to make money from home right now. And apparently right now, because, um, you know, there's all those apps where you can take surveys and earn 50 cents here or quarter there. But apparently right now, surveys are really, really huge because companies don't know how to handle this. They don't know how to market to people. They don't know what what they should be saying and not saying. They're trying to get your political views and how the president is handling things or your local government. So the surveys are big right now. So I'm like, okay, so I signed up for a few surveys. I did that a week, maybe a week and a half ago, maybe. And so far, and this is just me randomly doing it. I don't, I'm not hardcore on it, but I've earned about 30 bucks so far in about a week mm -hmm. between like three different apps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So oh, anyway, but that's just something to put out there for people. You know, it, it, it won't pay your rent, but I tried it and it worked for me and I made about 30 bucks a week and a half. And that's just me literally maybe right before I pass out going to sleep at night. Oh, I'll do a couple of these little five minute surveys or 10 minute surveys or whatever. Dollar here, dollar there. Um, but I got the article somewhere on Pinterest, but apparently they're really big right now. Focus groups are big right now. Um, I signed up for a couple, but those focus groups, you can earn like almost 100 to 200 bucks. So anyway, so, you know, for people out there who are not working or, you know, if you got a mobile phone, go out there, do those little stupid surveys. I bet you if you put more time into it than I did, you could probably get way more than 30 bucks in a week and a half. So, um, <laughs> or do one of those focus groups to earn you a couple, a couple hundred dollars for them to interview you on your phone for an hour. You know, if it gets you a couple hundred bucks, that's something that's, that's gas, that's food for a week. So just those, those people who are struggling with that, um, I, there's, there's a couple articles on, on, on Pinterest about it. You can even make money playing video games right now, but really the surveys and the focus groups are good because the marketing companies need to know how to handle this and they need to know what you guys are feeling. So that's how I'll end that with a positive if you need money, go try it. I tried it. I made about 30 bucks. Doing it half-assedly, so good. <laughs> stay focused. Yeah, stay, stay focused, stay encouraged. If you got a cell phone, just do some Googling and it's out there and, and do what you can. But um, but this wraps up another episode of Flawed But Dope. Um, I never plug, I realized on this thing, I never plug my social media, but you guys should follow my Instagram page. I promise I'm going to do a better job about posting now that I'm out of the dark clouds of hell mm. that I was in. Um <laughs> Well, follow me on Facebook, Fall But Dope. Follow me on social media. I um, mean, Instagram, Fall But Dope. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Anything else from the two of you? Mm, no. Okay. That's right. Spread love, boy, not hate. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. I love yeah. you. And um, we will be doing this again next week. Next week's episode, guys, will be um, Quarantine Kids. And I'm going to have my monsters and um, whoever else monsters wants to join <laughs> on this call and really gauge, kind of continue this conversation a little bit, but just get from the kids' point of view. Um, 
I personally have a teenager that'll be 16 next week and I'm trying to do this whole social distancing party, which I've caught flack for that too, but whatever. Um, but you know, let's just get their temperature. I mean, proms are being canceled. Uh, graduations are being canceled. And I know to some people, why are you worried about that when people are not losing their jobs? But I think it's, again, going back to my earlier point about them being human. So we're going to get them on there. I'll have my teenager on here. I'll have my nine-year-old. I'll have my 11-year-old. Hopefully my little cousins will join, but whoever else I can get on this call, I really want to try to pick the brains from little to old as much as possible. So I love it. So until next time, guys, see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.